a valuable person. You're not a number. You're not a ledger entry. You could never be replaced with AI, any technology, or anything else. You are uniqueness. Your consciousness could never be bought or sold. It's priceless. I see you, and you see yourself. Who is anybody kidding? The purpose of this show is to give you some encouragement, some recognition, some daily inspiration to uplift you as you start your day or end your day or any time of day and to help you get your best foot forward because your value is appreciated here. If you're a small business owner, a wage worker, or someone trying hard to make it in these challenging circumstances, you're a hero. You're the heroes and the heroines of this show's story. Regardless of your political affiliations or your religious beliefs or your traditions or your tribes, you're the value in this economy and you're seen. In a world of destruction and degradation, the world should see you for the value that you are, for what you create, what you bring to the table. And if you're working a job and you're homeless, if you're actually working for a living and you're homeless or you're houseless and you have to live in shelters or in cars then this podcast is dedicated to you. Your resilience is recognized and you're not alone here. Different people do different things in the morning when they wake up. I smell the inside of my nose and I hold onto the bed and make sure I'm still here because it's so hard to believe it. And then I exhale and I step outside and I make sure the stars are where they're supposed to be. And they usually are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment every single morning. I suppose one might say I'm an empiricist. Things are what they are, but that is a pretty scary prospect for a lot of people. Hello, it's me, Herschel. Herschel Sterling. Commercial Herschel, here to help. And guess what day it is? It's day seven of... That's right, it's day 7 of Flash Fiction February, where you know what I do? I'm writing a new story every single day, and then I'm podcasting it. I'm reading it and podcasting it. That's what I'm doing. Doing that every single day this month. Every day, it's Flash Fiction February. There's other things on my mind, for sure, so I'm probably going to have to do like a bonus episode. You're so lucky. You get to have a bonus episode. I'm going to do something else besides a story probably at some point coming up. Maybe even this week. So you're so lucky. But today's story is about unseen work in the construction business. There's seen work and there's unseen work. And in lots of aspects of life there's seen work and there's unseen work. And that is what this story is about. It's about unseen work. So let's just get right to it. Let's just get right to the story and read it. Unseen work. As foremen go, Frankie was an okay guy. The floor was usually smartly organized when he was on. Some people would say it depends on the laborers how smoothly a floor goes up, how well things flow along throughout the course of the job. And some would say it depends on whether the laborers like the foreman. Frankie was pretty good. A lot of these guys served together in the military, the whole range of them, all their very backgrounds. They met in the military and they stayed friends. And if they didn't serve together, they still have that understanding that vets have. This is a tough, 
mostly older, seasoned, and somewhat grizzled crew. The young guys on this crew are learning from some of the best. When you're throwing up on scene work, there is room for mistakes, a lot of mistakes, or even just straight junk, as long as it is sound when it sets up. All manner of old, beaten, non-matching material gets used in there. You never know what's back there behind those unfinished interior walls. We got a lot of this material from an old barn out in Volo, Frankie tells Roger, who is a rep for the developer. It's good, strong stuff. It's a little dated, but it's good because it's got some of that coarse stone mixed into it. It's more solid in some ways than the new stuff. Good for the base, Roger says. Exactly, Frankie agrees. You should have seen that old barn we took this out of, Frankie goes on. It looked like the 1880s, full of old antiques and a car and a friggin' horse buggy under the tarps. No kidding. I heard about it, says Roger. What's the deal with the kid that got spooked out there, he asks. Frankie responds, oh, geez, I don't know. The kid's right over there, though. They see the kid working. He's a good hard worker. I guess he got stuck out there during a lunch break. The other guys went into town, and someone had to stay on the site while they are gone, and they left him there when they went for food, and he claims he heard something and he maybe saw something. And then they brought all the material over here to this site, Roger asks. Yeah, that's the last of it, going right into that devising wall over there, solid as a rock. There's some good old-fashioned block in that pile. Yeah, anyway, the kid heard some noise, Frankie goes on. He said it sounded like a hammer clinking on a stack of blocks. There was nobody there, and he stood there looking at the stack of blocks. When the guys came back from lunch, they said he was just staring at the blocks, listening to nothing, making the noise, and the guy said that he was scared all day long. Sounds weird, Roger says. Yeah, says Frank. Then he kept seeing something out of the corner of his eye the whole time he was out there. By the time he left, he was a basket case. A week goes by, and the floor is all finished up that they were just working on, and the crew is up top on the next floor up. It's the third floor. It's mostly seen work. There's a lot more care being put into the aesthetics. These are restrooms, and the block will be exposed and eventually painted. Frankie goes down to the previous floor the one they had just been on the pr previous week. It's late in the day. Most of the guys have clocked out. A few are left behind finishing some things up. Frankie has to meet with the corers and the pipe fitter foreman. He has to get their signatures on the measurements for the next floor. And he also has to get a good grade on the coordinating work that had happened on that lower floor the week before him. His meeting with those two guys goes as planned. They have a cup of coffee to end the day. They talk about work and life and the coming week. Looks like a smooth setup to keep things moving along on this job. Frank is wrapping things up, gathering a few last-minute things. Hey, spooky. Frank yells at a young working guy walking by. It's the one who had the experience with the noisy blocks. He's earned a new nickname from the old dudes. How lucky for him. They call him Spooky. The kid comes over. Hey, kid, help me get a couple of these things over to the trailer on your way to the car. Frankie says to him. So they're 
They're grabbing a cooler and some water bottles and the plans for the week and whatever straggly stuff is left behind. Hey, we're going to have to come back for the generator, Frank says to the young guy. The young guy is making his way back to the generator now since they've dropped things off at the trailer and Frankie waits for him. And just then Frank hears the sound of a hammer clinking on the other side of the devising wall from where he is standing. It's one of the walls made from the old material from that old barn. He goes around to the other side to see who's there and there's nobody there. Okay, okay, Frank calls. That's enough. We're not going to grab the generator, the kid asked. Oh yeah, kid, sorry, we're getting it, but there's someone playing games over here. Frankie tells him. Tell me about it, the kid says. Tell me about it. The end. I'm me, I'm Herschel. That was a scary, spooky ghost story. Ooh. (laughs) I think that's about 800 words. Not bad. Not bad for like 45 minutes work, I think. That's what flash fiction is. You never know what you're going to unearth when you do some flash fiction. You can find me at my substack at commercialherschel.substack.com. You can find me at Smell the Inside of Your Nose. Do it right now. Every podcasting app in the world has Smell the Inside of Your Nose. Do it right now. You can also find me at BitChute. And you can find me at HowTube at Commercial Herschel. And you can also find me at Rumble. At Rumble Early Risers, smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now. And at all of the Web3 apps like Noster and Stacker.News and Blogstack and all of them, you can find me at Herschel. At Herschel. That's my Web3 handle. Okay, so thanks for listening. I got a few titles here that I got from the AI. I used AI to look at titles for this for this story and just see what kind of interesting titles that they might come up with. I like my title better, but this is, I'm going to read them just for fun. Hidden Echoes, Unveiling the Mysteries Behind Unseen Work. That's not bad. The descriptions are always better. The subtitles are always better than the titles when you ask AI. The Unseen Realm, Tales from Behind the Walls. Echoes of the Past, Unraveling the Secrets of Unseen Construction. Unseen Wonders, Discovering the Hidden Stories of Construction, Whispers of the Unknown, Unveiling the Secrets Within Unseen Work, Behind Closed Walls, Exploring the Enigmatic enigmatic World of Unseen Labor. That's not bad. That's not bad. Silent Witnesses, Unearthing the the Untold Stories of Unseen Construction, Ghosts of Construction, Uncovering the Haunted Mysteries of Unseen Labor. Invisible Builders, delving into the intriguing world of unseen work, unveiling the unseen journey into the forgotten depths of construction. They make it so dramatic, and it's such a simple story. They make it sound so dramatic. Those AI people, they're trying to help you get clicks. They're trying to help you get clicks. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. It's time to go into... The send-off, the daily send-off, which I read every day. And it's the same every day, only different. But here's the deal. The beginning of my podcast starts with a two-minute introduction, and the end of it has a three-minute send-off. And that is what this is right now. That's what this is, the daily send-off. And I'm going to read it for you right now. I'm going to read the send-off right now. And it goes like this. This place where we live is not a joke. 
When I gaze at the stars at night, when I look out over the hills during the day, I'm consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space, wailing through the galaxy like a screaming rock. We're on such a small planet in such a tiny galaxy that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seem immovable. That's incredible. We're a moment. We're an instant in an infinite universe. We're an infinite in an instant universe. Every event that has ever happened here and that will ever happen here happened simultaneously in the snap of a finger. The instances of existence are so close in proximity that the whole thing is a singular material event. It's essentially over already. It's hard to believe we're even experiencing it. And I hope that we can be here tomorrow. There are people who would say that it makes us insignificant. I very strongly disagree with them. The fact that we are so improbable is the very thing that makes us momentous. We're conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We're consciousness observing itself. You are each a refraction of light from a single source. You are the individual and the whole simultaneously. You're a masterful, mysterious, distinctive, and anomalous paradox, and I'd say that's rather significant. In the context of the time that our galaxy is here and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context, the reality of your consciousness and your power to observe and manipulate matter, to use space, the essence of your energy and your planning and your time usage in this three-dimensional plane, and the influence of your refraction of that source is immeasurably exponential in the cosmic expanse. Do you know why? It is immeasurably exponential because it expands as far as you are able to observe into the infinite universe. Because your observation affects it. You affect what you look at. You are rare. You're not only a body, you have radiance. You radiate. Your eyes can't see the frequency, but there's light there. You are a luminescent jewel that can shine on yourself from within yourself. You're significant beyond anybody else's perception. You shine on yourself as you shine on other people. And what an honor that you shine on me now. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now.